lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Rap Lyrics for Class. My name is Camilla Waheed. I will be your host. Again, we are here to analyze, dig into, and break apart hip-hop music, lyrics. What are they really talking about? What message are you getting? How are we going to um, feed this into our community and pull out what we need to grow as MCs, as writers, as artists, just as people? So today, we're going to take a song, a hot song, dope song, listen to it, analyze it. Got a special guest right from the area, Illadelph. We're going to do what we do here at Rap Lyrics for Class. So enough about that. I'm going to bring him right in. Our guest today is SBZ. What's up? What's going on? How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. Better, okay. better than yesterday. So. Amen. Amen to that. I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy awesome. To be here. Get to see you sure. and, and hear some bars and, and, and talk and, uh, you know, just um, do what we can for for the youth out there. And um, you are. this is a perfect time for you to come in and really talk to the young people because you are a recent graduate, right? Um, Lincoln From University. Lincoln University. Yes. Okay, do yes. that. Yes. Do that. So what, what did school? you study in? <laughs> Uh, I graduated with uh, a bachelor's in mass communication. Ah, so this is all right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything okay. that I do is some way, somehow involved in music. So I try to correlate everything the best way I can, so okay. I can learn here, learn there, put everything together, so okay. I can be a bigger boss myself. All right. So have you always been interested in, in music? Is that what led you to majoring in communication? Um, I've always. Yes, I've always been uh, involved in wanting to do music. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first went to school, um, I first went for business management, I believe. Okay. And uh, when I first, you know, went for business management, I kind of just was doing it because, you know, I'm not used to college. I'm not used to what I'm doing. I just know what I know, what my parents taught me, uh, mm-hmm. maybe other friends or peers that I had that went to college. So once I was able to, you know, walk and do my own path at school and figure out what was really going on, uh, mass communication seemed the most, uh, it seemed like I could relate the most with it because it was just all about media. Mm -hmm. And one thing about music is the other hand is media because you can't do one without the other. You know, you need media for promotion and things of that nature. So it just went right down my alley. So getting to get in the mass comm field and learn about different like things within the field like the journalism okay. and you know strategic and digital knowing the difference between each mm-hmm. communication things like that okay all right so you have a, a, a heads up because most people just come in blind and it says i'm just going to write some bars and right. blow up so you you get in the back end of it which is which is awesome it's going to help you out a lot right. in the long run but let's um before we go any further I want you to um, let the people know who you are. You know, I know you're from the area, from Philadelphia. I know you're MC. You're, you're a graduated man from um, uh, HBCU. Um, I know that you're about to drop. You already dropped some hot stuff. You dropped like what two EPs? You're doing some things with uh, Ridge Recording. So yeah. So yeah. tell us who's S Busy. Uh, How did you get where you are today? Um. Uh, yeah. So I go by S Busy. Um. Previously uh, known as Young Bruce, I recently changed my name to SBZ within the last year. Okay. Um, 
there was no specific reason for a name change. I just wanted to, but uh, grew up in West Philly. Um, 22 years old. Uh, music has always been a passion for me. Um, when I was little, uh, I used to, you know, ride around in the car with my dad and used to play a lot of hip hop and R&B and things like that. But the hip hop is what I was more attracted to. Um, different uh, from like, you know, uh, Sugar Hill Gang, to Tupac, Biggie, NWA. So that's where I kind of started. Then I drifted into my own lane, into mm -hmm. what I wanted to listen to. Um, and one of the first rappers I started listening to was Eminem. Mm -hmm. And uh, Eminem, uh, 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, the whole uh, unit thing. Um, yeah. That was kind of what okay. attracted me into diving deeper into what rap is about. Because um, for me, it was always the delivery, the punchlines, mm -hmm. and the humor that uh, Eminem gave that just was it was different to me it was just mm -hmm. it's still music but it was like he was saying what he wanted to right um so and being I, and entertaining it was very entertaining right right <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so um i think that's where it started and then from there uh i was just heavy on music until mm -hmm. i got into the eighth grade and um i went to eastern university academy charter school okay and that's where i kind of dug deeper into if I really wanted to do this or if mm -hmm. I just wanted to be a supporter of it. Um, so okay. uh, I ended up linking up with a friend in school and we ended up making music together. And we went from making music together to uh, throwing our own release party for a, a collaborative project we worked on. Um, mm -hmm. It was a good experience. I would say I felt like I learned a lot from that, mm -hmm. being able to budget and mm -hmm. learn how it is to direct your own show and make sure everything is where it needs to be. So And this was in middle school? Mm -hmm. I was eighth okay. grade. Yeah. Okay. So uh so yeah, it was it was fun to uh -huh. like, you know, and that's what I feel like attracted me to the business side of it. Because mm -hmm. not only do I wanna be an artist, I eventually, you know, wanna own my own label and do my own mm -hmm. things and give mm -hmm. other people opportunities. So uh just learning these things at a young age, I feel like it helped me now to develop into my own situation, my own uh right, movement. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, okay. once that happened, I just took off from there, uh, just networking, getting in different studios, meeting mm -hmm. different people. Uh, yeah, so opportunity after opportunity, just took it yeah. and ran with it. Okay, I'm impressed. Eighth grade, I, I taught middle school uh, for quite a few years. I mean, there's always a rapper coming through. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so I taught computers, so I would, I would have them do what you guys did, but a lot of them didn't come through. I said, all right, you, this is what you want to do. So at first, tell me why and how are you going to give back to the community? Why are you saying the things? You, is, do you really, because a lot of them were just mimicking what they heard that's really, you know, put on the radio or, or you know, that's the hot thing. And that was a lot about the street life. Right. Are you really living that life? Yeah. All right, let me hear what, what your story is. And I would say, well, make your budget. How are you going to make this money? And it's like, eh, never mind. <laughs> He's like gave up right away. All right. But um, so I'm I'm impressed. Did you have like a, a mentor or a teacher that kind of helped you helped you guys and pushed you guys or um, encouraged you to follow through? Uh yeah, definitely. I would say that um between eighth and ninth grade, uh when I was going to Eastern, um, you know, uh Joe uh, 
had a class, an elective class, which was about music. Mm-hmm. And um, he had people that would come in, everybody who was interested in music, he would have them uh, come talk to us. So uh, okay. I remember at that time, um, mm-hmm. Supreme, the Resurrector, he was like uh-huh. our teacher. Okay. So shout out to Supreme, uh, mm-hmm. this is the OG. So he, uh, I feel like, you know, he helped me a lot on stage presence and, you know, working the stage and, and, and getting that eye contact with people and just, you right, know, giving right, people right. the energy. Right. Um, so I would say that helped me a lot, um, as well as working with uh, Music Notch. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Music Notch. Uh, they were a studio that helped me uh, a lot, a lot mm-hmm. with performances, uh, meeting new people, meeting new, getting my face out there. So okay. I feel like all of that at a young age, it helped me to not be so timid to mm-hmm. or like nervous to do things now because it's like nowadays, you know, everybody wants to do their own thing, but mm-hmm. nobody really wants to extend a hand to say, let me help you or, you yeah. know, let me support you or, let, you know, you mm-hmm. might be doing this right, but you're doing this wrong. So it's, it's kind of hard when everybody mm-hmm. wants to, you know, like beat on their own chest and do their own thing. Yeah, so. yeah, true indeed. Now you you wanted to listen to um, the artist G Herbo, and the name of the song that you we're going to talk about is it's called No Jail Time. No Jail Time. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we even go into that, why that artist and why that song? Um. Well, G Herbo is one of my favorite artists. You know, um, came up in the younger generation, so you know our music versus music that came out before when we listened to. Uh, I just feel like he's a lyricist that somebody who keeps it raw and mm-hmm. still is authentic, um, like just talks about what goes on. He's like, uh, he talks heavy about like PTSD and things that go mm-hmm. on in, in, inside of poverty and the things that we go through that, you know, that we know that we go through, but isn't necessarily talked about. Or if if it is talked about, it's perceived in a negative way. It's just like, yeah, we know, you know, these things go on where we Mm -hmm. from. And, you know, we just telling the story. Mm -hmm. For real, for real. So I I just enjoy the story, the the realness in it. Um, Even though, you know, it was things that he had to do to get by. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, you know, it's always a better outcome. Okay. All right. So I, I want to hear this song. I, I mean, I, I listened to it once or twice, and I'm like, I, I heard me. I picked out the old school sample right away, cause, but yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. I'm big on samples too. I like samples a oh, lot yeah? too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I like the sample. I, I like his vibe, his flow, and I hear a lot about him. So I want to dig right into it. Um, can we get that that track up and check it out? Yeah. I told Chase one on rapping is good on the 25, and I meant it. It's man, G-Herbo. My lighter say life is what you make it, man. When I get to flicking that big like Wayne, you in trouble. Uh. I said the bar has one from. Considering it's quick to run out of luck where I'm from. I had to duck bullets, tuck guns. I op had the ups on me, I couldn't bust run. Took some real big losses, had a tough run. We was dancing with the devil and like fun. Got real wild, 40 Glock alarm clock shots real loud. Five to the streets, never birthed a real child. Lil Wayne is real hot on my block. When you get your top pop, the cops watch. So used to drilling, kill and steal and not stop. You can't name a street that's terrifying here and not rocks, mom. Go where I come from, it ain't number plus. Sucker, shoulders ain't no love for us. Real hustler, he can't trust his blood, brother. Knew he had to beat the odds for him to win since a little child. Living sin, but he still smile. Got nobody when he feel down. Sell coke, but he 
best, but be real chill. Roll weed when he feel pills. God fearing, but it still kill. Probably put a center in his wheel. Spinning miss Thanksgiving, Christmas, and that's real spill. Everybody gotta start as beginners. Where I'm from, you love the first and protect you on a real drill. Me, I made mistakes like a month. Student of the game, I gotta play this the same as you. Execution had an opportunity the same as you. Lane was like a wide receiver drill. I just made it through nine or ten times. You wanna change, gotta change your crew. Unless you got a crew and just doing shit the same as you. Post a ride or die, homicide for your guys. Code of silence, go to trial. Got a crew and just naming you. I'ma wear that shit right on my back, cause that's what gangsters do. You got soldiers with you, real soldiers with me banging too. We could do this like the range too. Cause I know you got the flame, and I got the flame too. And you probably got some aim, I know I got some aim too. You can't wait to let out anger, I've been through some pain too. We can find peace or make it rain bullets till you need a rain suit. Stomach like a scientist, that means I see his brain too. Uh. Yeah, that that pulled me in and then hearing the lyrics at you know, I hear the story in that, mm -hmm. you know, and you keeping it, you know, street, very authentic. But, you know, from your perspective, what's the overall message that he's, you know, um, portraying? For me it's uh, you know, if I was to say it, this is like, you know, I've been through through some things. I've seen a lot, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of stuff comes with like sacrifices and whatnot mm -hmm. but at the end of the day we got to do what's best for us um okay. so uh you know throughout the song just saying things that he had to do but still referring to the hook like there's no jail time like whatever uh things we went through mm -hmm. uh you know I'm blessed to see, see that i didn't have to be in that type of situation okay so that's where i kind of picked up all right so a verse in that song what verse could you take in, like, which verse jumps out to you and, and why? Um, the, I would say the second verse, um, and more so within the lines of, um, nine, nine to ten times you want to change, you got to change your crew, unless you got a crew with people doing stuff the same as you. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like that stands out a lot because, you know, you you kind of are a reflection of, you know, who you hang around. Um, as far as if we talking like in the streets, if you hang around a bunch of street dudes, then people associate you with the street dudes. You hang with people who are in school, in, in books, they'll associate you with somebody who's in school. So it's all about the energy you keep around at the same time. You always want to have positive energy around you. And even if, you know, you got a friend that might not be in the same lane as you, but still supports you, yeah. it still it still works out. But if you just like completely like, you know, have no support from whatever yeah. friends or family, you know, sometimes you got to switch, you got to switch up and do what's best for you. 
and yeah. surround yourself around the things that you want to be, that you're looking forward to be. So true, man. I think the young people really need to hear that. And I know, you know, hear from parents, from teachers, from older siblings, but the people that you hang around, I mean, like the old school birds of a feather flock together. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, they're going on the wrong path and you following behind them, you won't get that same hit. Like right. <laughs> the exactly. cops roll up, they taking everybody, exactly, not, yeah. not just the person. I just was hanging out. Yeah, yeah. So you got to be careful who you have around you. So that's, that's just a life lesson right, right there. Yeah. So one thing that when I'm listening and I'm looking at these lyrics, um, you got soldiers with you, real soldiers with me banging too. We could do this like the range too, because I know you got the flame, I got the flame too. And you probably got some aim, I know I got some aim too. You can't wait to let, let out anger, I've been through some pain too. We could find peace and make it rain, bullets too, you need a rain suit. That for me is just powerful because to me it just speaks to how a lot of times in urban communities, we're all suffering from the same pain, the same experiences, but we're so divided and fighting amongst each other. But when you when you face to face, you're really looking at yourself. Exactly. We got the same pain. You got we got the same anger and we're just kind of just going right. at it and just busting or whatever, you know, you right. into how to get that thing off. But it, that that right there is, is powerful. And I think that's his, his way of saying, look, why are we doing this to each other? Because I know like in Philly right now, like this is crazy with the the shooting like yeah. my mom live in jersey my mom is over here and she's like i'm ready to move because is everybody shooting right yeah. that's the answer to everything right so i mean you need guys like this that you know young people can relate to and, and they telling you right here like you know we can play this game both right. you know end up you know six feet under or we can just you know come together as a community and try to fight the real power right exactly so yeah, i'm feeling agree. him i'm yeah. feeling him um so let's see what else. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I gotta check out some more of his stuff. Definitely. Does any of this affect you personally? Like, um, can you relate to it personally? And you mean you ain't gotta share yeah, specific you know, no, story, definitely, but definitely, uh, I could definitely relate. Just, uh -huh. um, you know, it might not be as um, extreme, uh -huh. but you know, coming coming from the hood and stuff like that, we all, you know, go through the same struggles or whatnot. Uh, you know just coming up facing different you know adversities uh mm -hmm. it's just all about the spirit that you have in all honesty like in all honesty uh because you know we're surrounded by a lot of things that hold us down mm -hmm. and it could you know really get into your brain and you know then you start believing this stuff and then you're not really shooting towards your full potential so it's always you know whether it's something uh, like physically, I guess, or mm -hmm. but it's always a battle going on. Uh, mo more so mental, and I mm -hmm. feel like it's 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 a lot of um things that he talked about that are like that kind of reflect with me mentally. Just having different mental battles with things, PTSD, things of that nature. Just you know how how am I going to get the next foot forward after getting two steps back? Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah, just a lot of things I, that he says, I just take it mentally and just try to build myself mentally to have a better spirit when I'm around people and right. things like that. Okay. And he sounds really like authentic to me. And I think a, a, a lesson in music is just be yourself because a lot of times people start out with the trend. Right. So everybody's, you know, talking about this one certain thing. I'm going to just jump on that bandwagon. And, if, and it sounds like 
you know, he found his true identity from the gate because he, he hasn't been around that long. But this sounds like this is the life that he's lived. These are the lessons that he's learned. Right. And this is he, what he wants to share. And when you do that, that's when you get success, in my opinion. Right. right? Exactly. So um, <clears throat> I think when you say PTSD, can you talk more about that? Because I think that a lot of times, in, at least in, in um, the black and brown community, it's kind of like a taboo mm. um, just to admit that you have some mental issues going on. Yeah, admit yeah. that you need to go see a therapist and I'm gonna just cover up and be hard or right, I'm gonna do, right. you know, drink, I'm gonna yeah. drug or whatever. Yeah. But like, you you pick that out from, from this song. Do you see that like in your other, like your, your cohort, your counterparts, like are they coveting that or people are more so open to talking about PTSD and things like that? Um, well, for me, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I hang around people who, who suffer from PTSD and, you know, PTSD doesn't always mean like some type of like a gut. Like usually when people talk about PTSD, it's like somebody getting shot or yeah. something Can like I that. Can I stop you right there mm -hmm. for our young people that might not know what that is? Can you break uh, that down? Uh, PTSD. What is PTSD it? stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. Um yeah any type of stressful events that are caused that affect you mentally physically spiritually um ptsd can affect you in many different ways not just physically um yeah so uh yeah ptsd uh it relates to the song um I'm trying to think where were we at i'm sorry so it's like people again? that you might see around yeah, you yeah, and so, yourself yeah. you? so people around me uh go through ptsd mm -hmm. um they don't necessarily admit it mm -hmm. um which is a thing that that goes on in the community nobody uh you know everybody has their pride you know and things like that and it's okay uh for me personally uh when i was younger uh i went to therapy mm -hmm. a lot which helped me uh, connect with my emotions and understand what's going on and not really being confused or having to uh, go about certain things in different ways. Um, I was able to be in touch with uh, why this, this happened to why did this happen to me or why am I put in this situation or it's okay to go through this, you know, because you got to learn life lessons. And I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily want to get intact with their feelings as far as you know things that they might have been through in the past you know it's different things you could have been through that people don't talk about and it slowly eats you alive and when you get older and some people don't realize until they're older enough to be like well damn i've been going through this all these years and i never really had any sufficient help with it mm -hmm. and so like like i said therapy was always a good outlet for me i had uh, mentors around, parents around, you know, and that even, you know, some people don't have those outlets. So, you know, it's understandable to where if it's a person who doesn't really know how to confront their feelings. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it's always an outlet out there that's not negative, whether it's talking to somebody, finding a mentor, mm -hmm. you know, it's always somebody out there with an the air open. So. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I, I say to any young people that's listening, like, you know, if it's a teacher, you know, a cousin, a neighbor or a coach, you know, talk about it, get it out because it will eat you, it will eat you up. And, and that's, that's one of the main reasons why I think a lot of young people make bad choices or they connect in, um, with people in the streets that are not, that don't have their best interests right. in, in mind. So it's, it's definitely therapy. And, and sometimes you, 
I, I advise like if you're in school right now, take advantage of those resources that are free to you because once you hit a certain age, you're not in school, you might not have that health care. Right. <clears throat> you, you might not have that teacher um, or that counselor that you can go to and, and talk and get that help. Right. So get it now while you're young. Yeah, and, definitely. Because um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm learning it now, you know, uh -huh. graduating college and things like that, just getting more into the real world. It, it just makes me more appreciative of the people who were there. Uh, you know, in grade school and even through the years in college, grade, uh, high school and things like that, because, you know, all anything, you, you know, I was taught, it always came back around mm -hmm. full circle and came back and it hit me like, well, damn, I'm, I'm glad somebody warned me about this ahead of time. Yeah. You know, so I could be prepared for it now. So. Yeah. And luckily, you're a good listener. Yeah, <laughs> some yeah, people are just hard-headed, man. And some <laughs> people hear, but they don't listen. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. It's, it's very important that we, we get that hope that we need. So let's let's talk about um, the writing process, because when I'm listening to G Herbo, I'm, it's, it's very visual, mm -hmm. you know, very descriptive. And his narrative, he, he's telling his story. Um, what is your writing process as an orders? Um my writing process is always well number one is always i always try to write my music based on how i feel at the moment mm -hmm. um because like i said before always being intact with your emotions is important mm -hmm. um and i feel like it helps the writing process flow better because if i come into the studio one day and i'm kind of upset and i'm trying to do more up-tempo song or something that people will enjoy I feel like the energy isn't the same versus if I come in the studio upset or just a lot of things on my mind and rather make a song, you know, venting about those things to mm -hmm. release. Because I always use, use my writing as, you know, relieving stress. Mm -hmm. And that's how my writing process came to be because I started writing because I, I was going through things. Mm -hmm. And the more I wrote about how I felt, the better I felt. So that's usually how it goes. Um some days I might go in and write. Mm -hmm. Some days I might go in and just work as I go. Work as I go freestyle. Some people call it freestyle or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just work as I go. Um, I feel as though the the writing process helps you better understand mm -hmm. your emotions and really grasp on what you're writing about. Mm -hmm. um, as far as, you know, going in the studio and doing it off, off the top, you know, the same thing can happen, but I just feel like it's more emotion when you have a pen. Got you, got you. So when you, like, in the studio, I always tell, you know, the students to, you know, make sure you're, you're writing descriptively yeah, and vivid and, you know, being in touch with your emotions, it has to be authentic or nobody's going to believe it. So, but then you got to talk about, like, the business side of it, like the package side mm -hmm. of it, because it, it exists, right? right? I wish we can all just be artists and just, blah, blah, blah. Right. but now we got to figure out the verse. Mm -hmm. It has to be a hook, yep. that chorus. It has Break to be down. catchy, um, short and sweet. Um, there's always a format, even though Tara Wack is just knocking that all the way out the box. Yeah. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. But I think it is important to know how to write a song, that, that template, that format that, mm -hmm. you know, the industry follows. So how once like um, you get that out, what you need to get out the energy, the feeling, the vibe of it. How do you balance being able to get do that as well as be mindful of am I creating a hook that people are going to um, listen and want to repeat? Am I 
using the format that I need to use if I want to get radio play, mm. things of that nature? Um, well, for me, uh, it's more so with my, my process of making music. Uh, so majority of the time, if I write a song with a hook, I'll just write the hook. Like, I won't worry about the verse. I mm. won't worry because uh, usually when I do it, I listen to the beat first and I plan it out kind of sort of so i'll listen to the beat maybe four or five times and i'll already have in my head set up okay hook verse hook or verse hook verse however it goes however the method goes and i'll directly focus on the hook mm -hmm. because you know that's the attention grabber right um so when i'm working on that uh right i might write the hook three or four different times in different ways mm -hmm. um and i feel like that helps me flow into the verse better um so it's not really a hard balance to be honest. Uh okay. sometimes I'll just sometimes I'll just go in the booth and just flow. Uh and mm -hmm. if I like a certain part out of the song, then I'll cut that out, redo it and then take that part and make it the hook. Okay. So it always okay. works out somehow some way. Okay. So we have some young people listening to you and you know we're we're aiming for upper middle school high school and I'm thinking college as well you know yeah. um what advice would you give anyone that's interested in becoming an MC um the first thing I would say is if you're interested in becoming an MC always always stay true to yourself um don't try to be somebody you're not like you said um, because, you know, the best music comes from the heart. It mm. comes from what you're really trying to say, the message you're really trying to give. Um, secondly, uh, I would say, if you're going to take it serious, stay focused. Mm. Um, you know, everybody wants to become an artist, you know, for the lavish lifestyle and things like that. But even when that comes, it's still, you know, a road that you got to, you know, make your way through. Right. Um, so a lot of distractions within music too. So always keep your head on your shoulders. Uh, always have somebody, people around that you trust. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, definitely because when the business gets involved, you never want to be in a shaky situation. You never want to be in a situation where you stuck or you don't know what to do. Even if you don't feel like you have people by your side, make sure, mm -hmm. you know, you looking up certain people that are working within what you want to do, contact them, make new relationships. That's also, make new relationships. That's mm -hmm. like top three. Uh, make new relationships because music, you can be an artist and drop a million songs, but if they're not getting to the right people, then it's, just, it's, you being, it's stagnant. Mm -hmm. So you always want to, you know, get your music out or you make make sure it, people hear it. People hear it because uh, you never know who, who got their ear out. Okay. What's your why? My why? Your why? Why do you do this? Uh, I do it because I honestly feel like if I could not, I couldn't do anything else because you know I could do other things. But as far as what I want to do, mm -hmm. uh, this is what I want to do. Why? Because uh, of course, family. You know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the talent in my family. Like, you know, everybody in my family, you know, went to school and things like that. And we've never really had somebody, like, ex go all out with their talents. Um, just the support behind me, mm -hmm. uh, that always 
that's like a big why. Uh, my friend, the support of my friends, uh, support of my family. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I ask that question because I, a lot of times when I get young people, like I said, in front of me, and I think that, and even like when we was young, we MTV was like they used right. to show videos back then, right. and like it was like you see like these cars and you see the houses yeah. and yeah. the pretty girls and mm -hmm. jewelry, and it's like yes, I want that life right there. Right, and right. sometimes that the why and then people mm -hmm. quickly find out that that why is a facade right right, right. so I, I make sure people understand like this this is the potholes and the bumps and bruises now let's rethink that what is your why like mm -hmm. what is your purpose do you think that it was is divine that you're supposed to be doing is so right. you you're giving right. back somewhere right. what kind of messages are you just flooding right. flooding us with more like noise right, right, <laughs> you know right, negativity right. Yeah. so that that you know, always ask the young people yeah, what's your why. And if you haven't figured question. it out, figure it out. And yeah. when you get in those times where you feel like you're getting beat up, go back to your why. Mm -hmm. Like I write it when I'm at work, I gotta have a why, cause I got you gotta have a why at your nine to five. So <laughs> I write my why. I post it up, you know, by my desk. And when I'm feeling like you know I'm ready to just throw the towel, and I look at my why and my purpose is because I'm here to help young mm -hmm. people find their diamond. Cause we mm -hmm. all have a gift god gave us all a gift and sometimes right. they don't know they have that gift right and it's like i and i can see a student like that's the gift and i'm going to help you polish it find it and help you mold it and then send you on to the next person that's going to take you to the next level right so having that why is is, is very important definitely yeah definitely so I where can it. people find information on sbz uh you can follow me on instagram at p2g letter p P then the number two G B Z. Um, you can look up you can look up on YouTube uh, S B Z. I uh, just dropped a video to one of my songs on my project called uh, The Difference. Um, I just dropped another single called Copy the Style on Apple Music. Uh, Through the Storm EP and The World Is Yours EP on Apple Music, and working on some other things too. Yeah, you got a lot going on, young yeah. man. I try, I try to, I try to, you know, keep a full plate so I can always uh -huh. stay busy and always have a why. All know, right. You know. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us yeah, on Rap sure. Lyrics for Class, and thank you for bringing uh, G Herbal's music for to sure. the table. I'm at to go and dig in a little bit more <laughs> on that young man. Yeah. Um, pleasure having you here. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. Peace. Rap Lyrics for Class. class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got.